Hello and welcome to Raising the Bar and the People Who Make Hospitality podcast. I'm Johnny Blake. And I'm Jana Puisha. So we have joined forces to create some really good content for you. You might have listened to the podcast previously, but now I'm joined with Johnny to create something better and even bigger. That's great. Yeah, Raising the Bar is a new place to find out what's happening within M&B from the horse's mouth to you without any of the waffle. Just real people telling their stories. So don't forget to have a look on Frontline Connect where you'll find our page there. And please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. So welcome to the very first episode. And today is all about City Division's charity football tournament. So we actually managed to raise over £2,000 for Shelter, which is a fantastic charity that we all support. And the event took place on the 28th of July and actually over 400 people participated on the day. That's right, Jana. Really great event. And we had some really good time there uh, talking to a number of people. We've got a really great interview from Liang Gwen, who is the organiser and the TTP for All Bar One and Browns, who did an amazing job to put the event together. And we also spoke to lovely Jess Powell from Shelter to give us a bit more information about what they do. Please listen because you'll find out loads more information about how you can get involved with Shelter as well. Uh, Also on the day, we went along to the event and spoke to a number of people. So we spoke to chefs, general managers, training partners, and we even got an RBM in there as well. So please make sure you listen to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe as well and keep looking on the Frontline Connect page for new updates that will be coming every period. Thank you for your time and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, Tom. Hello, Yana. How are you? Uh, Very well, thank you. How's your day going? Uh, In football terms, uh, I'd say only moderately successful at best. We have won one game. We won that game 5-0, but that was a buy because the opposition wasn't available and hadn't turned up. <laughs> Every game where you've had to play against actual opposition, we've come out, we've come second. Yeah. OK, well, it's not too bad. Not too bad. Um, would you introduce yourself very quickly? So, you I'm do? Tom Langridge, uh, RBM with Castle. I look after the West End and a little bit of Notting Hill as well. Uh, and I am Castle team captain for the day. Not sure how I got roped into being <laughs> Castle team captain, but hey, I was volunteered and, you know, Moderately happy to step up to the Enjoying plate. Enjoying the day, exactly. Enjoying the day, yeah. Uh, and we've got a yeah a team here with uh, most of my RBM colleagues, a little bit of support from Steve as well. So, yeah, we, we've certainly made up the numbers, if not made up the quality, I would say. Amazing. Well, I was actually going to talk to you about uh, Shelter as well. I don't know how much do you know about what Shelter does and why do you think it's actually important that we're partnering with charities like that? So most of what I know about Shelter actually comes from M&B's work with Shelter because I know it's something that Susan uh, is affiliated with the charity and we've had events that we've raised money for them before. I think when I first joined a few years ago um, we held kind of casino nights and that sort of thing. We've had a couple of sports days like today uh, in aid of it. So obviously a really important charity um, with support for for the homeless. Um, I think you probably saw during the Covid pandemic the problem of homelessness, you know, can be solved if there's a will there to do it. Um, and I suppose that's where charities like Shelter come in um, through fundraising and uh, lobbying and all that sort of thing to try and, you know, revive that will. Because, you know, we'd almost solved the problem, hadn't we, uh, during the COVID pandemic. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, quite depressingly, as you wander around London, tube stations, under bridges, canal side, tidepaths and that sort of thing, you're seeing it return. So, yeah, really important charity that does very important work in London and beyond. No, absolutely. Thanks so much for that, Tom. And I have one last question. Do you think you'll win? I think so. Our ops director, Paul Smith, is just uh, can't play again today. So he's now finished for the day in terms of the football. And uh, my prediction is that now we'll win every game now that he's gone. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you so much.
Sarah. Hi, Anna. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Very good, thank you. Would you like to quickly introduce yourself? Who you are? What do you do? So, my name's Sarah Foley. I'm the training partner for Nicholson's. Amazing. Did you travel far today? I did. So, I live up in County Durham in the northeast. So, quite far down. Yeah, you must be one of the furthest one today. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> How are you enjoying today? Wonderful, yeah. Really good team spirit. A lot of competition going on. Some more competitive than others. Um, but in terms of the charity itself, it's a brilliant, brilliant event. And everyone's really keen to take part. So really yeah. good day. Yeah. Well, actually, that's what I wanted to ask you. Why do you think it's important that we kind of partner with charity like that and supporting charity, especially like Shelter? I think it's raising awareness for those that might have heard about it but don't really know a lot behind the charity. Um, um, so lots of goodies going on in the background and just yeah really getting behind raising awareness yeah exactly actually I have a final question for you do you think you'll win absolutely not not a chance <laughs> really happy to take part but not sure about what that what is your strategy today if you have one <laughs> uh, there isn't one <laughs> turn up and just have a really great day and raise some money and I'm happy with that amazing thank you so much Sarah. No problem. thank you right we're joined here by Leanne Gwen today uh, how are you, Leanne? All right? I'm good, thanks, Johnny. How are you? Yes, soldiering on, as always. Just got a bit of the lurgy at the minute, but uh, getting on, so all is well. So um, thank you for joining us today, and it'd be really great if you could just introduce yourself uh, to our viewers, please. Um, so my name is Leanne Gwynn, and I'm talent and training partner for both Darwin and Browns. Luckily for me, I get two brands that are both pretty incredible. Um, yeah. And obviously I've worked with you quite a bit before, Leanne, so I know you fairly well. But if you could just give us an idea of what your kind of MAB journey has been, you know, where did you start? How long have you been working for Mitchells and Butlers? Yeah, so I will try to condense it because it's been a very, very long time. Um, so I've worked at MB, I think, for 23 years now. Um, and I started as a team member um, ages and ages ago back then as actually as a waitress in Harvester I had to remember what I did first yes I was a waitress first um, and then when I moved to uni I worked in a few bars around and then once I finished my degree came down to London carried on working in a pub and then decided I wanted to be a manager and was very lucky to have lots of people supporting me in my journey um, and yeah I became a GM within Castle I did that for five six years loved it um, and then wanted to branch out do something different and then again I was really lucky that some opportunities came up um, joined the HR team and in the training team um, did quite a few years doing that did maternity covers head of brand HR um, and now um, just I guess laterally doing this role for the last I think six years now across two brands so yeah quite long quite varied so I've been very lucky very fortunate that's great so you've been uh through and through Mitchells and Butlers all the way. Um, I have. Makes me sound very old, doesn't it? I don't feel old. Not, Not at all, no. No, <laughs> never, never. Your face doesn't show it anyway, so. I actually got ID'd in Asda last week, so I'm just going to take that, okay? I think that's fine. <laughs> that is a definite win. <laughs> that's actually a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, cool. So we were fortunate enough to join you at the City Division Football Tournament uh, last week, which was great event so uh, thank you for inviting us um i just wanted to kind of get some idea of you know what got you involved in charity work because obviously it was for raising money for shelter 
Um, yep. And you've been doing a lot of charity work for City Division, especially. Um, so what kind of prompted you to start getting involved with charity work? about this and I actually can't quite remember what the, the physical prompt was. I think that just an opportunity as ever with MB came up uh, to get involved in a charity working party. It wasn't something that I'd done before um, so I was just interested to find out more about it and I joined a working committee for that. I think it was about six years ago now or maybe five years ago um, and then I think pretty much immediately once I found out more about Shelter and about the work that they do I just felt so you know, passionate about wanting to support what they do because the work is incredible and I'm sure you're, um, you're picking up lots of people about what they do but they are just such an important um, support for so many people in our cities and I think particularly in the city division where you see homelessness so much around where lots of our businesses are and how people are really affected by that and not just homelessness, obviously people who might be in housing and I guess that affects some of our team members actually quite a lot. Um, so the support that they give is absolutely incredible. So yeah, once I knew more about that, I just wanted to be involved as much as I, I possibly could. So since then we've done lots of different activities across the division. So we've put on um, divisional nights where we've done some fundraising, whether that's poker nights for our uh, brand and support teams, um, just silly things like Christmas jumper days across the division as well. So getting our teams to get involved in that. Uh, the football has been going forever since before me, in fact, of course, like since um, I don't even know when. That's been a very long standing um, event that we've had running. Um, and then even I think in lockdown, we had a couple of uh, virtual challenges that we did, raised quite a lot of money for shelter for that too. Um, and then I guess on a personal level, I am a keen runner. Lots of people know that about me. So I've done lots of runs, whether that's with people from the division and on my own, also to raise money for shelter as well. So I guess lots of different things going on in the division and more things coming up, which is really fantastic to see. That's great, Leanne. Yeah. So as you said, I, I even got my running shoes on over lockdown, which is a big feat. So, I remember, you know, Josie. Yeah. What a sight. Beautiful to behold, I have to say. <laughs> yeah so you know I think it's really inspirational the, the work that you're doing Leanne so to get me with running shoes on you must have done something right there so cool um so obviously you've spoken about shelter and other things as well um as an individual I like I said you know I got involved in in that um over lockdown are, are there things that we can do um as or team members or chefs or anyone are there other things we can do to get involved more um you know what's coming 100%. up yeah so um at present there is a divisional working party um which is called the charity ambassadors and so that's a network of people across all four brands there's representation from every district within the four brands um and we've currently got lots of work that's underway that is going to be kicking off in the next sort of four weeks so Susan will be sending out a divisional uh, newsletter, which is highlighting lots of activity that is coming up that everybody can get involved with. Um, so the team are putting together a toolkit with lots of fundraising ideas and also support tools so that businesses can get involved, put on their own events or get involved in individual activities where they can raise money for shelter. Um, and then we've got a really big event that's coming up um, in October, which um, is called the 10 by 10 by 10 challenge. 
which takes place on the 10th of October. Um, and that is on the same day as World Homeless Day and also uh, World Mental Health Day. And um, so we're looking to raise £10,000 per um, brand in the division across uh, that time. So across 10 days, we're going to put up 10 things that you could get involved in and just encourage people to make as much money as they can for shelter. But the range of things that you can do can be on an individual, a business or district level. So lots of things, but also things to help uh, people do that if they don't have to, to start. That's great. Amazing. So that's really good to see that City Division are doing some really great things there. I'm sure there'll also be some things that will be cross division as well, um, not necessarily on those, but um, to support charity as well, going out to the rest of the, the uh, estate. Is there anything else kind of going on that you're involved in personally that uh, you'd like to share with us? So from like a running perspective, I think um, the next big thing, I've just recovered actually from injury, I was out of running for five months, which was really, really tough. Um, so I'm just getting my fitness back up and getting back into it properly. So my next big challenge is actually um, a part of the 10 by 10 by 10 challenge, which is the Royal Parks Half Marathon. So um, there's opportunity for people to get some charity places for that. That's also part of the challenge you're putting together. But I'm definitely going to be running that. Susan Chappell will also be running that alongside me as well, uh, where we'll be trying to raise money. So I'm just trying to get my fitness up and ready so that when we get to that, I can finish it in a decent time and hopefully raise some money for shelter as well. Great. OK, sounds sounds brilliant. I don't think you'll get me involved, but, um, <laughs> but that's great, Leanne. Cool. Thank you very much for your time, Leanne. Uh, it's been really great to speak to you and again thank you for having us at the city division football event and it's just amazing to see the work that you guys are doing it's uh, really inspirational so thank you so much leanne awesome thanks johnny right hi how you doing very good how are you good yeah would you mind introducing yourself please for our lovely podcast i am craig ballantyne the gm at the drummond in guildford lovely anything else to introduce yourself with uh, I'm 45, I've uh, <laughs> been married for, oh gosh, nine, ten years. Wow. And I've got two lovely kids, my boy is nearly seven, Archie, and my daughter Betty is just turned four. Okay, a little bit too much information. Oh, sorry about fun. that, yeah. No, no, it's good. <laughs> lovely. So, we're here today at the City Division Football Tournament. How are you finding it today? It's been fantastic, really good fun. My team have loved it, it's been really well organised, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Good. And, obviously, we're here to support Shelter, a really important charity. Um, what do you think about the charity and you know why are you here today basically? I, I think it's an absolutely amazing charity. Um, what Shelter do, there is some people in the world that need help and they give it to the right people and make sure they get what they need if they can. It's a really, really good cause and they're happy to help out massively. Great. And what's your tactic for winning the, t- winning the day? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, if we win the last game, we get we qualify for the next round. Oh. If we lose it, we may get a bit, get to go to the pub early, so it's a catch-22 situation, <laughs> really. So you know. So you might forfeit the game. We, uh, we won't try and forfeit it, no. but yeah, we never know. But yeah, but it's been great, and uh, yeah, we're doing, doing all right. Doing all right. Okay. We won, a, you, won a few games. You think you're going to win? Not a chance. No, okay. all right. Have you seen the Jericho's team? No. Oh, we're playing them next. They're very good. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> and the final question: I cannot cannot uh, miss the oh, kit. Our, our football kit. Yeah, yeah. So we so got we, Sprouts, Sprouts Direct. I actually forgot about the tournament and then I missed the deadline. So I, I emailed Leanne and she got us in because my team were devastated. And I only had like, that was on Monday, so I only had a week to get tops. So I just got these from we £2.50 at Sports Direct. Very good. Sprouts Direct, yeah. Tops. And obviously you're not going to colour clash with anybody, so it's great. <laughs> exactly. Stand out. <laughs> Absolutely. Lovely. Great. Thanks for joining us and Pleasure, good luck. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank yeah. you. Cheers, man. Cheers. 
my name's uh, Michael Clark. What do you do? Where do you work? Uh, I work at All Bar One Newhall Street and I'm general manager. Perfect. So how far, how far did you travel today? Uh, well, in total, uh, in total about two hours today to get here. Nice, oh, not too yeah. bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. Absolutely. Do you know what Shelter does as a charity? Uh, Shelter as a charity uh, provides, obviously, for people who are homeless, who need uh, support. Uh, I know it's a really good cause. Uh, I know in the past and currently we do uh, certain meals, uh, do like 50% towards, um, especially with All Bar One, 50%, or 50p, shall I say, um, of each certain dishes goes towards shelter, which is a good cause. Yeah. Why do you think it's important that we support this charity as well? Um, I think it's important that we support this charity because um, over the past few years personally, especially working in Birmingham, you see a lot of more homeless people, so it's important to give back to the community, um, not just for people locally, but people that can't even go and get help elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, do you think you'll win? Uh, personally, no. Um, <laughs> uh, I have seen, I've been spectating some of the teams that are playing on the other um, courts, and uh, yeah, I don't think we will. But it's all about taking part that counts for the charity. Exactly. Yeah. Well, good luck anyway. No Thanks worries. so much for chatting. Thank you. Thank you. Hi Jess, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Always, always. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? What is your job role? What do you do? Yeah, so I'm Jess Powell. I'm the Corporate Partnerships Executive here at Shelter um, and I sort of manage our charity partnership with yourselves, Mitchells and Butlers. Amazing. So how did you end up working for charity? Is that something that you've done for a long time or is this quite new to you? Absolutely, purely by chance. So um, going back, kind of, it feels like a lifetime ago, probably about 10 years ago, I was volunteering for a local homelessness charity where I live in the East Midlands. Um, and they specialised in social enterprises, which was something I was studying at the time. Um, from there, I managed to get a permanent role and spent many years in the world of corporate and high value partnerships. Um, and then having this role within Shelter is obviously such a bigger, larger scale. Um, but I was kind of really driven by the campaigning work that Shelter does um, and how our corporate partners can support this. And most recently, um, your own CEO, Philip, and recently signed an open letter to the Secretary of State regarding the renters reform, which obviously is a massive impact. So working within this sector definitely sits with my values and my personality and the drive for that job satisfaction. And I can really get behind Shelter's message that home is everything and everyone has a right to feel safe. Absolutely. So we actually asked quite a few people on the day, like, what do they think about shelter? What does shelter do? And of course, everyone pretty much said that they help to fight homelessness. And I wonder, could you expand on that just a bit more? Because I know you do so much more than just fight <laughs> against that. But like, what else? What is that? What does it actually include? OK, yeah. So, I mean, there is a lot. Um, so, we are the National Housing and Homelessness Charity. So we are helping people across England, Scotland, who are living in bad housing or are homeless. And that the most extreme form and visible form of people who are rough sleeping on the streets. But that also includes people living in unfit, unstable um, housing, as well as kind of overcrowded, as well as we also some of your colleagues may or may not know, but we also work with partner charities across Wales, Northern Ireland and Republic of Ireland. So we do cover everywhere. 
and the number of people living in unsafe and unstable housing is rising. There's 17.5 million people denied a safe and stable home right now. There are thousands of people sleeping on the streets on any given night. Um, so we've got kind of current stats, which I think is always helpful for you to kind of think why we are doing what we're doing. Um, so there's over 250,000 people that are currently classed as homeless, stuck in temporary accommodation. Over 120,000 of them are children. So shelter offer and what we deliver is a lot of emergency based services. So we have our emergency helpline, we have web pages and web chats, um, as well as a lot of one-to-one in-person support in our local communities. We do a lot of work um, on a local level. So we have our big kind of shelters mission, but we also do a lot based on what the need is locally. So we'll work with local GP surgeries, the food banks. Um, we do a lot in the local train stations. And we also have, which I don't know if everyone always understands, but we also have the largest housing legal team in the UK. So we actually have lawyers that are working for shelter, helping those people in absolute emergency need, as well as supporting individuals. We also do a lot of campaigning for the long term change. Um, so although we're providing immediate emergency support, we also do a lot of rallying campaigning, getting in front of government to say what we need for the long time change and for, to provide everybody access to a safe and secure home. I love that. And I think it's so important, that actually, that you driving change from every angle possible yeah. at every level possible, really. I, I think that's how, how we can achieve anything mm -hmm. if we try and do it from every every element, <laughs> you know, as well as like getting, you know, start start kind of at the grassroots and get up high because that is how any change happens, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the biggest kind of penny drop moments for me was when I was doing a bit of research. And actually, when we think about homelessness, we just think what is visible. We think people on the streets. But actually, how many people sleep on friends' sofas? And actually, that contributes to that as well. People don't always think about it or realise because it's almost like that hidden level of homelessness as well. And I think also it reveals a lot about kind of networks so mm -hmm. some people you know if you have a strong network around you family or friends it's very easy to think if something happened if I was in an emergency you know I could go back to my parents house or I could go and stay with my older sibling something like that however some people don't have that some people don't have a big family or space in that family home so yeah it's quite a reflective to think that if you were in an emergency, not everyone has always got a network to go to. Or if you do, maybe that's also got a timeline. So like sofa surfing, you know, that's not nice for anyone to have to do, but often it's only got a time scale as well of tolerance for the person hosting as, as well as yourself. Absolutely. So let's talk about what can we do. So obviously we met last week at the football tournament of our charity event and Leanne told me that we managed to raise over £2,000 as well, which I think is amazing. Yeah. Um, and we've just kind of joined you as a corporate sponsor as well. I just wonder if you could talk a bit more about that and what does that actually mean in practice? Yeah, so um, 
the football tournament, by the way, was incredible to be at. <laughs> I was honoured to kind of come in and see everybody and to see everyone kind of come from across the, you know, across the country. That was mm-hmm. incredible. So, yeah, that was great to see. And since then, even, I've had a few of the local kind of hospitality venues and things reach out to me and colleagues to say, how else can they do more for shelter? So that's always a good thing. So hopefully even after this podcast, you know, (laughs) but um, yeah. So how can people help on kind of an individual level as well as kind of the corporate partnership? So there are loads of ways. So we obviously have plenty of sporting activities. So we have lots of official running cycling events that happen so coming up we've got the royal parks um run and the great north run but we also do lots of specialist events such as kind of tough mudders mountain climbing skydiving all of those kind of real extreme things that you want to do as well as obviously supporting on more things like your bake sales raffles quiz nights um and we also have a lot of volunteering so there's volunteering you can do kind of very quickly at our kind of retail shops as well as taking supporting us at our events so if you don't feel like being the marathon runner you can also kind of come and have a cheer squad that that's where I'm always at kind of so um and yeah to emphasize that doesn't mean you have to be there all day but just to kind of show your support and help us that's always helpful And the main thing that we absolutely value is hearing the ideas from everybody else. So it doesn't matter if it's a simple idea, if it's absolutely eccentric and off the wall. You know, if we can make it work, I definitely will. So I'm always encouraging kind of employees to utilise their skills or their hobbies um, and see if we can turn that into kind of fundraising or volunteering. So if there's, you know, your team out there, if they've got some hidden talents that they want to use to help us in any way, we always want to hear about it. Um, So, yeah, just that people can always obviously reach out to me directly. And also, you know, if you need equipment and sponsor forms and things to get things moving, that's dead easy to set up from our side so you always just have to kind of reach out to me and that's fine amazing i will i will make sure that we'll link leave some <laughs> links below just so people um, can definitely get in touch um let's talk about mitchell and butlers then and how does that how are we going to contribute obviously through charity events but what else and also i think what interests me is how do corporate uh, sponsors help or contributors what does that actually mean That's a big question, but an important (laughs) one. (laughs) Obviously, at the moment, we are all on the same page. Cost of living is affecting absolutely everybody. And there is a huge demand for our emergency based services at the moment. So another stat that's quite harrowing for you is our emergency helpline at the moment is only able to answer one in 11 calls. So they're only able to answer about 10% of the calls that we're receiving at the moment. And that is primarily because of the complexities of who we have. You know, when the I recently learned this because I was at an event only yesterday myself with the team that provide the phone line. So the people on the phone line is not just a call centre. They have to go through 10 weeks of kind of serious training about housing law 
and what the kind of the rights are and then obviously when it, depending on who is making that call to them they need to be able to offer that advice straight away and it needs to be legally correct um mm-hmm. so calls can average you know over an hour with someone so that is kind of trying to put a bit of emphasis there on kind of how yeah. that works and so the support from our corporate partners is absolutely vital. So you've got colleagues based across the whole of the country. So you're able to help us raise awareness of the bad housing and the homelessness situation. You can help us deliver those services in our local communities. So the absolute number one thing is I always feel if I get to kind of meet some of your colleagues you learn more about it you can go and share it with someone else even more knowledgeable than you were before you know that is absolutely vital um and then we obviously have with colleagues and customers supporting throughout their fundraising we're able to help more people in need all the time um also kind of shelter is also here to help you and your colleagues as well so if they're in kind of a tough time if they're finding it difficult and need some advice you know Mitchell's and Butler's shelters here to help them too um so yeah and we've worked it, it is interesting because we've obviously worked with Mitchell's and Butler's and the various brands a lot over the years mm-hmm. and then what has happened is I guess making it more of a formal partnership also gives you an opportunity to develop it more we have it more as a as a charity you have it as a security to know that okay for the next x amount of years we are going to be working with this organization what can we achieve in that time what changes can we make as well as then knowing that we can kind of impact your colleagues and the customers that you have coming into the various brands um so yeah and I and I definitely having seen how we're piecing together our work with Mitchells and Butlers there is a lot of this as I've kind of explained our shelter works there is the grassroots level of kind of doing fundraising and doing the kind of football tournament things like that and then there is signing petitions and being there with us side by side when we're talking to government you know and everything in between Um, and we couldn't do that without having strong brands behind us amazing excellent love that answer thank you so much Jess I think you explained (laughs) it so so well just because like it's all these buzzwords but what do they actually mean so it's really good to break it down a little bit no I really appreciate that um, so what's in the future what's coming up is there anything that you would like to share with us that you're excited about maybe on a personal level work level whatever <laughs> yeah well I am feeling like it's a very busy time at the moment <laughs> at the moment um and there is a lot coming up I mean for is from kind of now onwards kind of all eyes focused towards the 10th of October which is World Homelessness Day as well as World Mental Health Awareness Day so there is, you know, October becomes a big emphasis for us. Um, and I know that there are talks within the city division to having a very kind of based, I think, I don't know if it's official to say or not, but there's going to be kind it of is, a 10 week, <laughs> 10 week plan, uh, 10 day plan, 10 weeks, we'll be doing it forever. <laughs> no, 10, 10 day plan of activities that 
kind of employees can get involved in and what you want to do um, for shelter. But building up to that time, I'll be providing a lot more case studies, stats, information, kind of to help give you that encouragement about why things are important, but also, like I say, having things to share um, at various venues. Um, we have got the Great North Run coming up, which we need runners and volunteers. So anyone north in the country like with me, <laughs> come on over, um, as well as the Royal Parks Run, which is down in London. And then we've also got kind of straight after the World Homestay in October. So October, we're very busy. Then I guess we all look more to the festive season, um, which naturally, I think the autumn and winter always draws people's attention to homelessness. I think because obviously we, we all it pull, you know, it affects us all more knowing it's cold outside yeah. and kind of you do see that. So we will then, you'll see our winter campaign go out. There's going to be, I can't, you know, I don't know, I have all the details for that, but you will see a big winter campaign coming from Shelter. Um, we will look at what we can do on a festive kind of element so all bar one for instance we're kind of waiting to see what their festive dish will be this year where they normally very kindly donate the costings of that dish to shelter so that's a really generous thing to do um and we'll kind of look at other ways that you can all kind of get involved um but yes at the moment it's kind of heads down to get ready for kind of october where it will get very busy and then we'll look at and um, the festive period after that. Fantastic. Thank you so, so much, Jess. Thank you for your time. And I thought I, I kind of grilled you a little bit there, but thanks so much for your answers. <laughs> I think it was really useful. No, I hope I hope it is. And if after this, you know, someone's listening and hopefully we've got a few listeners and someone does <laughs> listen and they have some follow up questions, absolutely happy to take them and see if I can help. Fantastic. As I said, I will link your details below as well. So if people want to get in touch, they will be able to. Lovely. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we're here um, with our Nicholson's GM. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, my name's Chris Watts. I'm the GM of Doggers. Very nice pub, very nice pub indeed. Overlooking the river. It has its moments. It has its moments. <laughs> very good. Um, so obviously here at the City Division Football Tournament, how are you doing? Yeah, we're doing well. We're doing okay. We've won a game, so we're happy with that. Um, my first time here, I think it's been brilliant so far. So yeah. a little bit injured, a few cuts on my leg, but, but I'm surviving. Okay. I'm tough. I'm All tough. right, good man. And what's the tactics for the day? Um, finish quickly so we can go to the pub. Yeah, very good. <laughs> so you're not looking through, forward to getting through to the I final? Don't think, no, I don't think we've got any chance, if I'm honest. We're, we're here having fun today, so very that's good. what it's about, getting the team together and right. getting them out of the pub. So. Cool. And we're obviously here for shelter as well, yeah. raising money for shelter. Absolutely. So what do you, you know, what do you think of the charity? Have you been involved? You know, have you, how do you feel about raising money for shelter? I think it's a brilliant, a brilliant charity. Running a pub in central London, especially over the last seven, well, last seven years in central London, and the last three years since the pandemic and during the pandemic, it was rife. You know, homelessness was rife around London. So I think anything we can do to support in our local areas, I think it's brilliant. Great. Hi Diego, um, which business are you from today? Uh, Browns Brighton. Excellent. How far did you travel? Uh, well, no, it was quite easy to be honest. We are boy London, coming from uh, uh, Scroydon, so straight here to Chiswick. Hi, 
Thanks. Not too bad. Yeah, not yeah. bad to be honest. Was good. Do you know what Shelter does? Obviously, we're here to support Shelter. Do you yeah. know what they do? Yeah, exactly, support. <laughs> no, to be honest, I'm not really, really familiar with it. I, I know like companies really involved with the shelter. We're doing in, in, in many, many ways. Even in, like in Browns, we're doing after these and many things. I know that actually who is going there, the money and everything, not quite sure. So, so they support homeless people, yeah. basically homeless people. Um, why do you think it's important that we help and support homeless people? Because I think, uh, MMB, I joined MMB 10, 12 years ago and I think it's one of the best companies in the UK and, and they just care about everyone, they care about the staff, they care about the people and obviously we are in a good position to try to help everything they can and that's, that's MMB. Amazing, thank you so much. And I have one more question. Yes. Do you think you'll win? Of course, that's why we're coming. We're not, <laughs> we're not coming for the just participate, we come to win. I think that's something with them and we try to be the best in everything. Amazing, thank you so much. Obrigado. Thank you. Obrigado. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. So make sure that you follow us, make sure that you subscribe. And if you have any questions or any suggestions, please, please, please get in touch. And my email and Johnny's email will be below so just check the show notes and also in show notes we've added loads of links so if you want to learn more about shelter how to support them better all of that information will be below thank you so much for listening Mm -hmm.